Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jake. Uh, so I was just saying, you know, today I want to talk about something that's so uh, brought up a lot to me, which is, you know, networking. 
Uh, and you hear all kinds of things like my network is my net worth. And what I find is a lot of people know how to network, but they're surface players. And, you know, I spent years networking and then living in a, a resentment and offense to my friends, families and associates that I networked with and I helped out, uh, especially as a mentor. There were so many times I'm like, man, you know, I helped you and you got a hundred million dollar company. And well, the reason is, is I didn't have a process to find out and memorialize and monetize my ability to be of service or value to all of you and to be of service or value to me. So many times I'd help someone and I didn't ask for anything. And then they would be extremely successful and I'd take credit for it and I'd be resentful and offended by the fact, why didn't they give me some stock? Why didn't they give me some, a refinder's fee or a referral agreement? Why didn't they do any of this stuff? Well, the truth is I didn't have a mechanism I didn't ask. And so I created a process of memorialization and monetization that fits into the digital world that we work into. And I utilize it for everyone and anyone that I can in order to effectuate the expansion of my ability to be of service and value to others, but also for them to be of service and value to me. And now the first step of the process of creating a memorialization of monetization. Now remember, this is a non-binding document. It's not a legal document, although some people like to sign it. It's not a matter of trust. It's a matter of memory, recollection, in order to facilitate the memorialization and monetization of how we could be of service or value to each other. Remember, we don't live in a, 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 a zero-sum game world where it's quid pro quo, I'll do this if you do this, I'll trade or negotiate. No, it's simply the more I can do for you, the more I'm adding on to the universe and the more you could do for me, the more you're adding on. When we add on, we add value. When we add value, we appreciate appreciations, gratitude, we're able to find the light, the love, and the lessons in everything that we do. So in order to figure out how to memorialize and monetize, what we need to do is understand by being more interested and interesting of how we can be of service or value. And the first step to that is the key component of asking open-ended questions, being curious. Right. And how do we do this? You could approach anyone in person on the phone via email, traditional media, social media, and ask them open ended questions in order to figure out how you could be of service or value. It could be to find a babysitter. It could be they need a car washing company. It could be the good dentist. It could be a hundred million dollar commercial real estate deal. Whatever it may be, you only can find out by being more interested than interesting and asking open ended questions in order to learn. Now, the other aspect of asking open-ended questions that allows you to be most efficient and effective and statistically successful in this memorialization and monetization process, which I call the overlap agreement, which by the way, I will provide you a template of the overlap agreement uh, to everybody here. So remember to put in your Q&A, remember to check out you know, my bio, my email's in there, david at dmelzer.com. I'm sure the bakester will uh, uh, let you know that anyway, we need to qualify people using open-ended questions as well, because 80% of our time spent with people with closed minds, and it takes a thousand times the energy, time, emotion, value, and money in order to re-engineer a closed mind to an open mind. Uh, and it could be a temporary state of mind, 
or it could be a permanent one. So don't just fail on asking again to a closed mind, but don't try to beat your head against a brick wall either. We ask open-ended questions, and from the first open-ended questions, we can determine if someone has an open mind or a closed mind. So if I ask somebody an open-ended question, a simple one like, how are you today? Or where are you from? Uh, and they tell me to F off, I know they have a closed mind and I'm gonna move in a different direction, thank them, and also hope that they protect me from all the other people that they surround themselves with closed minds. Because open minds attract more open minds with open hearts and open hands. Open hearts and open hands provide an abundance of value, which we need to memorialize and monetize. And so through utilizing open-ended questions and learning about someone, we can learn, hey, oh, can I uh, introduce you to a dentist? Oh, would it be of service if I did this? Would it help you if I did this? These are closed-ended questions that have a yes or no answer tied to them. And the more data that we get, the more we can memorialize and monetize. And using this, we we just can't come off and say, oh, you know, let's have a referral agreement, a finder's fee agreement, or whatever else in the aspect of getting these. We need to qualify an open mind first and then learn enough about it to see where we most can provide service or value. And now a lot of people do this without memorializing it. Now, I just use a templated memorialization. It's an unbinding agreement that just allows me to file it away, but it's searchable because it's a digital document so that when uh, somebody asks me, oh, uh, you know, do you know a good dentist? All I do is type in dentist and all my overlap agreements for the dentist in all the different areas uh, of Orange County, LA and San Diego most of the time uh, come up and then I go ahead and refer that business. I also then email the person, the dentist, and say, hey, I have this person giving you a call. Please treat them like family. And I also attach the memorialization of, don't forget, you, uh, you know, whether it's a $100 gift card, a credit to their dentistry, if I go to that dentist, or some other uh, type of uh, value that we discussed and memorialized in the document, not because we don't trust each other, because there's no way with the thousands of different uh, overlap agreements that I've created over these years now that I'd remember who they ex actually were, what I promised or what they promised me. Uh, and it does aggregate to a point where this has become a seven figure business for me by simply helping people and bringing business to them and an eight figure business for me, for people bringing business to me. And if I'm making eight figures from people bringing business to me, and most of the time I'm paying 10 to 20% for people bringing that business to me, that's quite a amount of flow that I'm creating quite an amount of abundant appreciation that I'm giving to others as well. It's an incredible aspect. If you create the system and you are disciplined in utilizing coherence, remembering and doing, this system allows you to remember who and what you promised and actually do that and create value in everything. I can't tell you how many times that I've helped somebody. I'm thinking about one of the kids that I, I mentored now has uh, over 200 uh, franchises sold and you know, I made introductions uh, for him uh, to, you know, some extraordinary people and spent millions of dollars. Drew Brees is invited in and, you know, all, all these great people, Dan Fleischman. And, you know, I spent a little bit of time in resentment and offense going, hey, you know, I've done all of this stuff over all these years for this kid. And I got nada, bupkas, nothing. 
And then I started to go into blame, shame, and justification. And instead, I took accountability after utilizing my stop, drop, and roll mechanism of breathing and going back to center neutral and finding that gratitude and forgiveness and accountability and saying, hey, man, you didn't ask. You didn't use your system because he was so close to you. You were feeling awkward to ask him for something because you felt somehow that you were obligated or responsible for doing things for free when you were actually hurting or harming the flow of the universe by not asking to receive a portion or a part or a parcel or something and also asking for help yourself and providing the same thing back to that person. I can't tell you how much time, emotion, value, and money I've wasted over the years before I started utilizing this overlap agreement and process of asking people open-ended questions and then closed-ended questions. Would it help you if I did this? Or could I introduce you to this person? Or whatever it may be. And then I ask for the memorialization. The hardest part of this process is not asking, would it help you if I recommended a thing? It's asking to memorialize it because people immediately think it's a matter of trust or it's a binding agreement. If you could articulate correctly that this is a memorialization, that this is just a process so that you remember to bring them more business, they're gonna be excited to sign a document or at least to have a document in their files and you'd have in yours. And it also enables you to open up the opportunity to explain what? Do you know anyone that could help me? Do you know anyone that could help me? I'll tell you an interesting scenario. Um, I was born with four uh, baby teeth. Well, I, I was born with all my baby teeth. I'm sorry, my four of my baby teeth never left me. Uh, so I got ripped off by the tooth fairy. In fact, I got a really funny story about one of them came out during COVID. And you know, I asked my wife what she would give me for that one tooth for COVID. When she told me, I said, oh my God, if I would have known I could get this for my, for my teeth when they fell out, I would have saved them all till I was 53. Uh, but more importantly, I had to go to get this, you know, fake tooth put in or whatever they call it. And I sat down with my dentist and I realized I had never asked him if he needed a business. I never asked him what I could do for him. Meanwhile, I see him twice a year and I see him at the gym as well, especially before COVID. And, you know, that one simple conversation of like, hey, how's business doing? Oh, doing really well, but we're expanding. You know, I got this new office and three new, uh, you know, dentists that are working for me, you know, and I'm like, oh, wow. I said, would it help you if I brought some new clients? You know, I know a lot of families here in the area and, oh, that'd be wonderful. I said, oh, that's awesome. I said, hey, if I bring you clients, would you give me a hundred dollar credit for each client towards my, my tooth work or my kids' teeth work? Cause I have four kids or my wife. He's like, oh, no, I give you 200. I was like, oh, awesome. I said, hey, I created an overlap agreement, which memorializes this. Um, but I also have another question before, if it's okay, I email that when I get home, is do you know one that could help me? You know, I, the stages are opening up in person and I'm booking out 2022. You know, do you know anyone that could help me? I'm looking for some big stages and I pay 20% commission for anyone you refer to me. And I said, it's, you know, quite a bit of money. I'm, you know, bl blessed to actually make good money for stepping on stages. And he said, well, actually, I'm on the board of the American Dental Association, head of the Southern California, blah, blah, blah. And we're going to have our first live convention or we're looking for an inspirational speaker. It was amazing. 
I probably have made more money by going to the dentist than anyone you've ever met. And he has made more money off of me than any one of his patients because we're utilizing a memorialization and a monetization method called an overlap agreement. And I've been practicing over the years, articulating the quantitative value of this memorialization to exceed what I'm asking for. Getting over the uncomfortable feeling that I'm asking for something in return. Understanding that I don't live in that zero sum game of negotiation of quid pro quo of giving to get, or even a quid pro quo of the more I give, the more I receive and I'll just trust the universe. I do trust the universe. I know I live between limitlessness and affinity, but I want to guide it through action by asking. The initial thing to do is ask open-ended questions to qualify an open mind. And to do that, by the way, it goes far beyond just, hey, how are you or whatever. You can get very creative as you practice initiating contact with people in person, on the phone, via email and media, traditional and social media. I check my sent box every day to see how many asks I have to make sure that I'm asking something in every email that I've sent during the day. I look at text messages. I remind myself on a phone conversation. How many times have you got out of a meeting or a phone call particularly and kicked yourself for not asking? Think about the quantitative value in the repetitive nature of how many times that's happened, how much monetization value you've lost and how much resentment or offense that you've created another interference between you and more of the memorialization and the monetization that you request or that you desire. By utilizing and getting better at these things and practicing, you know, this, and I, I do all kinds of funny things because the idea of an open-ended question is to determine whether someone has an open mind, open heart, and open hands, uh, but you don't have to necessarily just, you know, smile and ask, how are you? You know, there's fun things that you can do. I'm always looking for, you know, points of conversation to determine if someone has an open mind. So, for example, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not the biggest fan as, as a fan. I, I love Jerry Jones and the organization, but as a team, you know, I'm not a big fan of the Cowboys or the Dodgers. So if I see anyone with a sports team uh, on them, a T-shirt, a hat, no matter what sport it is, one of the mechanisms that I use, I always say, hey, did you get that on sale? And 90 some percent of the people laugh and we create an open-ended, an open-minded conversation and I end up with some sort of overlap agreement with them. I am creating a sales force the size that you've never seen through these overlap agreements and my ability to figure out if someone has an open mind or not. See, when I figure out if someone has an open mind, I then can determine one of two things. Are you a sponsor? Meaning, can we have an overlap agreement that you'll make introductions to people that you know? Or are you a power sponsor that you yourself can help me and you know other people that can help me still memorialize in an overlap agreement, still giving me an opportunity to figure out how I can help you as well and monetize that in my favor or value as well. But it doesn't happen unless you understand qualifying people with open minds, open hearts, and open hands, who also have attracted open minds, open hearts, and open hands. And you have to be able to handle the closed-minded people that are going to tell you to F off. I tell my wife all the time when people attack me on social media or some other place that, first of all, 10% of the people will always hate me. 
10%, no matter what I say, will always love me. And I'm most interested in the 80% so that they hear what I say and it resonates with them that I can provide quantitative value to be of service or value to them to help them make money, help them help people and help them have fun. And that's exactly what this overlap agreement overlap process allows you to do. But most people are afraid of the people, the 10% that automatically, no matter what you say, are not going to be responsive. Those people are protecting and promoting you because the people that love you and the people that hear what you say will come to your defense naturally, energetically. And the people that are in the 10% that will never like you, that have a closed mind, you're protected from because they're gonna agree with the per person that says, oh yeah, that Dave Meltzer's an asshole, he's full of shit, blah, 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 blah. They're right. I cannot change the meaning that they've given. I can't change their perception, nor do I try. It would take a thousand times the energy, emotion, value, and money to, to re-engineer someone that doesn't like me for who I am than somebody that does or someone that has an open mind and is willing to learn and to be of service and value, not only to me, but to themselves. It's so important that we get into the flow and that we get comfortable being uncomfortable to take the rejection of someone telling us to F off when we ask them a question, an open-ended question, or make a comment that has a purpose of articulating or uh, conversing in the open-minded atmosphere. You know, for me, a lot of, you know, people have the sports side of it or they have certain brands or, you know, I love, you know, it's really easy uh, with most women. And I hate to generalize, but shoes and purses, man. You, you want to find out if uh, a woman has an open mind, just tell her, I love that bag. And if she talks for the next 10 minutes about her Birkin bag or, you know, her Gucci bag or whatever bag, you know, you got an open mind. And if she gives you a bad look, like, you know, don't talk to me, don't take offense, no need to be offended. Just say thank you and realize she'll protect you. Same thing with shoes, but find what's good for you, right? Find your passion, your knowledge. And the most important thing is to be more interested in more interested than interesting and find those open mind, open hearts and open hands. Utilize the overlap agreement. One of the difficult transitions in using it beyond understanding a memorialization compared to trust, meaning a memory document instead of a trust document uh, is, you know, the system one to access it. And I just have a folder in Outlook that I place all of these documents and it's searchable. And I just search to make sure that the topic in each of those documents is dentist, lawyer, financial planner, uh, painter, carpet guy, whatever it may be, so that I can quickly find as I keep extending in person on the phone via email, media, social media, and traditional media, more people that I can be of service or value to and monetize by my performance in a very low expectation relationship that's devoid of resentment and offense. And more importantly, learning to transition from how can I be of service or value or would it help you if I did this or would you like me to introduce you to this person? I'd like to memorialize that. Would it be fair if you gave me 10% from any revenue that was derived from this situation or would it be fair that you gave me a McDonald's gift card or whatever else it is that you may wanna ask for but you're not gonna get unless you ask. 
But the hardest transition is the one that everyone has is receiving. And is, do you know anyone that can help me? It's a simple question that deciphers a sponsor from a power sponsor. It also can have a re-engineered, open-minded temperature gauge in order to facilitate how open-minded is this person as a sponsor or a power sponsor in order to effectuate it. And you need to know your timing and risk tolerance to know what you're going to offer for someone that would give you a lead or close a deal for you or whatever it is determinative upon what your project or what business development you're looking for or charity or education, whatever it may be. Be prepared through your timing and risk tolerance to offer what's fair and equitable in your mind. Now, here's another nuance. People ask me, what do I ask for? Well, first, if you know your timing and risk tolerance, you should have some indication of what you want. But when you ask, you should have two things in mind determinative what's synergistic supplementary to that timing and risk tolerance. One is perceived value. So if I'm asking, hey, do you know one can help me? I'm stepping on stages again in person. Do you know one that can help me? I'm willing to give you this, you know, let's say I say 10% and they say, no, I want 20%. In all negotiations, I teach and have taught that you only need to know two things, the perceived value, which is I'll give you 10% and the bottom line, which is 20% knowing full-heartedly that the more that you pay or the more someone pays you, the more apt you are to promote and actively campaign for or seek opportunities because everyone does a quantitative value analysis of and motivated and inspired by, we're going to spend our time and prioritize by who we can make the most money with, help the most and have the most fun with. And so I'm very quantitative and pragmatic about making sure that my memorialized process, my overlap agreement has the most out there to give and that it's well worth their while. If you can make $20,000 by referring a speaking engagement to me, I will be first on your list. And so know your timing and risk tolerance, but also go into this understanding every day of memorializing the value that you can provide and the value that you can exceed by knowing not only the perceived value of what you're asking for, but what your bottom line is and be able to articulate to the person, look, you know, I'll do that deal at that price, but it's not going to motivate me as much as if you double it, because I really know a lot of people can really help you. Can you see any reason you won't want to double that finder's fee or that commission or whatever else that you've understood is of value to you? One man's trash is another man's treasure. Utilizing the overlap agreement allows you to get into the practice of asking. It gets you into the practice of clearing the interference between you and what you already are, happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy, and living in a world of more than enough of everything for everyone. I laugh today because so many people are telling me that they're overwhelmed and I go, you're blessed. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm stressed. I said, no, you're blessed. You're not stressed when you're overwhelmed, you're blessed. Overwhelmed is an indication that you live in abundance, that you are and have too much opportunity, too many options. Your problem is prioritization. Your your, your problem in being overwhelmed where you feel that it's punishment, not promotion, where you feel like it's causing stress, not being blessed, is that you don't know how to prioritize.
The overlap agreement allows you to prioritize what's most important to you from the activity you get paid for or the activity you don't get paid for. Determined upon three aspects of making a lot of money, helping a lot of people, and having a lot of fun. That's how I prioritize my overlap agreements when I have differing opportunities. I go by what makes the most money, helps the most people, and who I have the most fun with, who I like the most. All of these agreements are just a memorialization of the interaction of being of service or value and asking for service and value of others, codifying it and repositing it in a system that makes me efficient, effective, and statistically successful, creating seven figures of income for others, as well as eight figures of income for me, instead of living in blame, shame, justification, feeling resentful and offensive because people didn't think of me or gave me no credit for helping them. When to be honest, they did the majority of the work and would have been happy to pay me for very little work to introduce them to the millions of dollars that they raised or to clients for their dentist chair or for financial services or planning or whatever it may be. Selling a suite at a stadium. There so many different situations that have occurred because I've made a practice of asking in person on the phone via email and traditional social media. How do we get started before we start taking some Q and A? So if you haven't put your questions in, I will take them. If I don't get to them, just email them to me, david at dmelter.com. If you want the overlap agreement uh, in the overlap process, the exercises and guides on this, just email me, david at dmelter.com. I'll send them to you. Uh, and so please, uh, but how do we get started? A lot of people miss this step. Well, no, number one, coherence always is a great way to get started remembering what to do and doing it. Um, hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. I set the bar low when I get started. You may want to take one uh, a day and say to myself, I'm going to create one overlap agreement a day, either in person, on the phone, via email, traditional or social media. I'm going to try this out and do one a day. Even at one a day, you'll have 365 by the end of this year, 365 people that you're referring business to or they're referring business to, you're providing value or service to, they're providing value or service to you, and you are not only memorializing it, remembering it, but doing it and monetizing it. You could see how the numbers add up, even if all of them on average you have a $10 gain from each of them at 365 by simply putting in your attention and intention of creating one overlap agreement a day, still $3,650 a year. Over 10 years is $36,000. It's a nice vacation simply by being of service or value and asking for service or value as well. Creating a thriving, you know, if each of those people tell one people and it continues to grow. See, remember, if you do it every day, it's $3,650 for the first year, but it's $7,200 in the second, it's $10,000 in the third. So 
you know, it's far more than 36,000. I forgot the exponentiality and aggregate effect. This can change your life. Stop feeling resentful and offended because you are too afraid to memorialize and ask for monetization or value from what you're already doing and ask for help yourself to drive more business. I am completely confident that I can teach people through this. I can teach people for free to do this, to make seven figures a year instead of calling yourself a networker. Well, what do you do? I'm a connector. I'm the connector. You know how many people have told me I'm the connector. I was like, oh, have you ever seen an overlap agreement? No. How many connector agreements do you have? Well, they're all binding. You know, you got to sign an NDA and blah, blah, blah. Please. I got thousands. And I do a simple search and outlook in order to facilitate seven figures to eight figures of revenue for myself and others. Quit being a connector and simply be of service or value and learn to utilize the overlap agreement in this process in order to effectuate memorialization and monetization to create abundance in your life and others. Be of service and of value. Be kind to your future self. Utilize this to do good deeds and help others and help yourself. Please email me, david at dmelter.com. Ask now. We're going to take some Q&A uh, around the horn here. Jake, why don't you reset the room? Uh, I do uh, also want to congratulate my team. We finally announced our Apple TV deal. So Office Hours, Two Minute Drill, Playbook. I got Jason Waller's tr True Underdog. Uh, and they've asked me, Marcia Stewart, and a few other entrepreneurs to create content, entrepreneurial content for Apple TV. So I'm looking for, here's my ask in my memorialization. I'm looking for uh, entrepreneurs that want to create TV shows uh, to put up on Apple TV that are entrepreneurial, inspirational, aspirational in nature. So if you have any great ideas or concepts, I'm developing one with Glenn Lundy. Well, actually three, uh, but please reach out to me, David at dmelter.com. All right, Jake, reset the room, my friend. Will do, David. Thank you for that half an hour on overlap agreements and teaching us all. Yes, if you'd like to learn more about that, just email David, David at dmelter.com, David at dmelter.com. We're here at the Breakfast with Champions, 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern time at the Rise and Grind. Thank you again, David, for that half an hour of inspiration. We've got 28 minutes or so taking questions here on Clubhouse, taking questions on the Zoom training, Instagram, TikTok, and basically all over the place. So, Dave, why don't we start with a question uh, here on Clubhouse? And of course, feel free to use that plus button, invite your friends, family, anyone that you think would benefit from this conversation. Um, let's also take a quick second, follow the people next to you, follow the people on stage. We're really creating an unbelievable community here. So, um, Dave, first up, we'll take a question on Clubhouse. Dave Berlin is here. Dave, if you can please unmute yourself and welcome to the Clubhouse. Hey, Jake, thanks so much, my friend. David, great to hear your voice. I know I got to high five and hug you in real life yesterday here in Vegas. Um, it's great to be here and thanks so much everyone for putting this room together. Um, yesterday I asked you about forgiveness and some of that had to do with things from a business perspective, but also in my personal life as well. And one of the things that I, where I felt like shame, blame, all those things was uh, some deals where I felt like I'd got left out. So my, my question is very tactical to what you talked about in those agreements. Um, what are, what are some of the, what would be the, the first step in, um, getting one of those agreements as far as how specific do you get and, and what, what they offer, what you offer and who you're connected to, or what, what would be the best way to approach that 
with uh, say a new client. I was entertaining clients here in town for CES this week and there was some overlap that may come up, but I don't even know where to start that conversation. Dave, you're on mute here on Clubhouse. Oh, that would help. I was gonna say, uh, when you get to a point of understanding uh, by asking them, would it help you if, would it help you if, would it help you if, we can then narrow them down to the specifics. Because a lot of times we know there's a feeling that we have overlap, but we're not asking those questions to qualify the closed-ended questions. Would it help you if I did this? Would it help you if I did this? Are you looking for this? Uh, would it help you? And once we get a list of the would uh, it help you if, and I'm capable of articulating do you know anyone that could do this? Then all I do is use my overlap template, reassuring this is, is it about trust or binding agreements or liability? This is about memorialization and monetization. This is about, I'd like to remember exactly who and what you want and how I can help and how I'm gonna be paid and vice versa. It becomes a very comfortable collaborative experience to do these overlap agreements and very profitable. And I've utilized these with those, you know, simple questions an open-ended question where you get the feeling overlap. And then I start using my creativity and curiosity to figure out with closed-ended questions, would it help you if, then I have a templated agreement, which I'll send you the, uh, I'll send to, that you just fill in what you guys talked about, listed out perceived value or bottom line, wherever it fell within the context of what you wanted and they wanted. And with the inspiration and motivation of we're gonna provide value and service to each other and then creating a system that can search it by whatever the business development name, et cetera, that I most likely will remember when I do the search, you know, dentist, lawyer, you know, whatever it may be. It may be, you know, career, industry, name, whatever is comfortable for you or all the above because believe it or not, the searching mechanism within most of the PIM application, personal information management systems, the basic ones like Outlook and Google, et cetera, allow you to search every word. And so you easily can find a list of memorialized documents that provide value or service and your whole life becomes connected, lessening the interference between you and not just which inspires you, but you and everybody else. Uh, and we have less resentment and offense uh, and lost opportunity uh, which is causes more void shortages and obstacles. We start focusing on what's missing, what we missed out on instead of what we have and focusing in on our attention and intention of the opportunities we have, not the ones we forgot to ask for or couldn't figure out. Does that sound fair? That's great. That's great. Thank you so much, David. All right, hey, I'll, Dave, I'll send David, that over. Can yes, I, sir. Can I just uh, ask you one thing? I, I don't know if you've ever done it this way because I've, and and it's so interesting. I love I love listening to. Uh, and by the way, before I say anything else, Jake, happy birthday! Uh, hey, to right you. On. <laughs> um, but Thank you, you got to remember the important things first. So happy birthday, Jake! Hope it's an epic birthday for Thank you. you. Um, so David, I uh, and I am going to email you for your overlap agreement because I would love to see um, your methodology for doing this. You know, I've been doing something similar and I've been a, uh, what I would refer to as a legitimate networker. I always say, David, that, you know, simply passing your business card off to somebody at CES or meeting up for happy hour or uh, having a, a lunch, none of those are, are networking. Networking to me doesn't become true networking 
until there's engagement and somebody is rendering a service of some type to the other person. So if you meet somebody, that's awesome. You can't say, oh, I added somebody to the network. But if you then reach out to David and say, hey, David, how can I serve you? And you figure out a way to serve you, that's great. You've taken it to another level. And then you take it to a whole different level by saying, okay, that's great. But then why don't we take that to this last level and monetize it? One of the things that I've figured out also works that I would like to throw past you is rather than thinking just in terms of money, um, I have uh, a significant number of agreements with companies that uh, I've helped and they didn't necessarily, some of them had the money to pay me, some of them didn't, but all of them I got equity from, all of them. Some I got shares, some I got stock options, some of them I got straight up equity, like uh, 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 standard shares, common shares of equity. And the thing that's interesting about what you're saying, and the reason I think it's so incredibly powerful, and I hope everybody emails uh, david at dmeltzer.com, is because A, this actually works. It works all the time. And B, one of the reasons it does work is I, I think that number one, people perceive that you have a genuine interest in rendering them value, something that's got true value. And two, the money that they're essentially signing up to pay you, most of the time, David, isn't it true? They're not physically taking that money out of their pocket today. They're, that yeah. money's coming after the value has been rendered and it has uh, turned into something significant for them. Is that fair? Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I speak so quickly. I definitely want to reiterate uh, what's being said because, you know, I not only get equity, right? I mean, there's four types of, you know, compensation, a consulting agreement, performance, yep. equity, and yep. uh, um, commission. Uh, but more, more impor importantly, you know, it's so important. I, I get sometimes very strategic. You know, I, I'll do something and say, you know, if I do this, you know, will you hire me to do this? Or, you know, and, and we do it, do it all the time. You know, I'll bring that money in. I'm not a broker dealer, but I'll bring that money in. And if I do, can I be your, your sports marketing company? Or, you know, sometimes it's, you know, something that, uh, you know, I, I helped out a friend the other week, her husband had a stroke and, you know, we have an overlap agreement. And one of the things that she wanted was tickets to the charger game which by the way is much easier for me to get than most people. And, you know, she's helping out and giving career guidance to my girls who are in college, you know, which by the way is extremely valuable. So, you know, whatever your perceived value or bottom line is, it does not have to be cash, be creative, think about what's most valuable to you. It may be another introduction. You know, it, it may not be any money at all. It may be, hey, if, uh, you know, if you ever run across someone like this, I'd appreciate it, you know, an introduction as compensation, whatever it may be. So it's almost very, like very it's, it's almost like it's barter 2.0. Yeah, it, it is barter <laughs> 2, 2.0 without any expectation of negotiation, quid pro quo of the oh, giving oh. to receive. Right. It has it's an abundant I think barter 2.0 is in the world of limitlessness and infinity of adding value in a, in a zero non-sum game. And you're so terrific at it as well. And just by the fact, 
that you are promoting me with your kindness and you know giving my email out again so everybody emails me to get this you know this is an example of abundance of somebody that understands that and we do it for each other all the time so i appreciate it thank you so so much and uh you know i'll look for your email first thank you awesome all right jay thank you all right jake i'm gonna take a question online and then who's gonna be up next on clubhouse Linda Lissigo will be next. <laughs> nice. All right. Very good. I'm just going to do a quick one online. What's the biggest challenge that you regularly face in business? I will tell you the biggest challenge that everyone t- faces in business and life, and it's called coherence. You know, I have a 14-day gratitude challenge that I've been doing uh, to teach coherence. Uh, and that's because, you know, not to be repetitive, but people don't remember and they don't do, which is coherence. Saying thank you simply will change your life. And saying thank you before you go to bed and when you wake up will change your life. Guaranteed. I've been blessed to be around billionaires, millionaires, entrepreneurs, celebrities, athletes, entertainers, and world thought leaders. All agree, physics, metaphysics, and quantum physics, all agree from Einstein down that gratitude is the most powerful thing to change your life. It's free. It takes 0.1 seconds to do. But by tonight, half of you won't say thank you. By tomorrow morning, another half of you won't say thank you. And within three days, almost all of us will have no coherence in our life to remember what we want, which is to be grateful and to do it, to say thank you before we go to bed and when we wake up. This is the biggest challenge. How good can we get at remembering what we want, who we can help, who can help us utilizing this overlap agreement, how best to get it done with the process of the digitalization of monetization and memorialization in order to what? Prioritize, prioritize. You cannot even prioritize anything. You will feel so overwhelmed if you do not have coherence in your life, the ability to remember what, who, and how, and to do it, meaning doing it now by prioritizing the antidote of procrastination, the antidote to feeling overwhelmed. And I promise you, if you know the what, the who, the how, and the now, you can apply the why and live in inspiration if you have coherence. I had a guest on Office Hours this morning early and you know, an incredible book about habits and you know, he talks about systems and strategies and blah, blah, blah. And I asked him a simple question, hey, this stuff works, man. Your book is great. Your systems are great. I encourage anybody to, to do it. But your problem is how do you get people to actually remember it and to do it? I tell you right now, I will tell everyone, I will give you this whole system of overlap that creates seven or eight figures of income. It works. There's so many of you that are raising your hands or giving thumbs up or flashing your mics. Tell me if you think this works or it's working for you right now. And this system works, but the problem is I can't get everyone to remember to email me or remember to do it if they do, and then to do it. So let's all focus in on the biggest challenge that we have in business and in life. Let's focus in on coherence. Can we create better discipline and strategy to remember what we want, who we can help, who can help us, and how to get it done to prioritize correctly what's important to us using urgency is a subset to apply our why, knowing we're happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy, figure out what we're doing to interfere with it. And lack of coherence is an interference for sure. So uh, please email me, remember to do so and do it. Uh, Love to see you, David at dmelcher.com. All right, Jake, speaking of abundance and limitlessness, who do we got next? You you couldn't have said it any better. We've got Limitless Siga here. Uh, Siga, welcome (laughs) to the clubhouse. Hello, hello, Jake Bakey. Happy birthday. When we were talking, 
on Friday or Thursday. I didn't realize if you were going to Vegas for your birthday, I would have joined. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> yeah, we would have loved. We're, we're still here. Jump on a plane. I might just do that. Can I come out there? Yes, everyone's invited. Bakey birthday. Bakey's birthday in Vegas. There you go. You think I'm joking until you see me there. Just oh, wait. We, oh, we, we love it. <laughs> Well, listen, you guys know, um, David, and thank you so much that overlap agreement. You know, I asked for it. You've been training all of us in your um, mentorship program, your coaching program to ask, ask, ask. And that was always difficult for me, but I'm doing better with your guidance. And it has already helped me build a great relationship with a powerful woman who have access to women farmers all over Africa in Canada and the Mediterranean. Not only have we signed an agreement for um, he, her network to use our products, but of course she's gaining from it, I'm gaining from it. I've introduced her to my network and vice versa, and we have uh, that agreement that allows us to monetize it both ways, so win-win. We actually have a series of meetings next week. But here's the one that is a bit challenging for me, and I know you are the perfect person to guide me through this one. So as you know <laughs> about the Ubuntu coin that I told you about this amazing way where someone who comes actually from a royal family in Africa, some of you here on stage may have seen on YouTube about King Mansa Musa who is the wealthiest person who ever lived because he had so much gold. And back in, I think it was the 13th, 14th century when he was on his way to Mecca, he actually collapsed economies along the way because he was giving out so much gold. Fast forward, somebody who comes from his lineage, walked in Wall Street, is into uh, technology, had a dream that Mansa Musa came to him and told him about tokenizing gold so that the average African who perhaps is even the minor can get some of the rewards on the up end because most of the time they sell the raw gold, they're not getting into the profits. So now uh, what Mamadou Kouijim has done is tokenize this gold where you can buy it for three cents, but it's backed by gold. The gold is sitting in a vault in uh, um, Dubai, in Paris, and in Abu Dhabi. So someone who has three million of that gold is sitting in the same vault as someone who just bought five cents of it. But you have to have at least $3,000 in order to be able to redeem it in gold. Otherwise you redeem in cash. Now, taking your overlapping agreement, I have talked to Mamadou and he wants to give a percentage, especially to you, David, but to anybody who can help right now, they are doing raising the uh, family and friends round. They already have agreements of $30 million with U.S. capital that is to come into play in March, April. But as one of the conditions is to do a family and friends round right now, not from his pocket, but as a proof of concept from other people. If you were me, David, how would you, what should I do if you were me? What would you do to get a David Meltzer to the table to be able to sign this overlapping agreement and help in this endeavor? This is Limitless Sigur. David, <laughs> you're me. So I'm waiting for this question, pen and paper ready. 
you got it. So what we need to do is five different things. One, look and quantifiably articulate credibility. So in the articulation of the business opportunity that you just articulated, there's many questions, red flags, and credibility issues that need to be resolved. Uh, so the first thing is, if you want to do a question with someone like me that trusts everyone but vets the crap out of them in order to accommodate trust, I believe that you know people come with the best intentions and they're not trying to oversell me, back-end sell me, lie to manipulate or cheat me, but they may be oversold, back-end sold, lied, manipulated or cheated too, and they're just articulating or amplifying the uh, people that may intentionally or unintentionally be doing the same. Uh, and so what we want to do is one, make sure that we satif satisfy in the situation when we are articulating this value of credibility. Two, obviously emotional attachment, which is quite easily done through the energy uh, and the enthusiasm that you have. Enthusiasm is the connection with God or genius or expression of whatever the higher source that you believe. Then you have to practice if you have credibility and you surpass that check mark and there's an emotional attachment that says, man, I'd love to do something with the limitless that Sega, she's amazing. Now you need to use reasons, impacts and capabilities, those three criteria in order to quantitate, quantitatively articulate a value to exceed what you're asking for. Uh, and so if you can now become a priority by having importance of showing through the reasons you should do this, the impact it's going to have, and the capabilities uh, of these features and benefits, which some you've already articulated, exceeds what you're asking for or exceeds what others are asking for, you will uh, obtain a prioritized position in you know the business development or in my uh, network of overlap agreements and opportunities will arise and develop accordingly. I'm very pragmatic about this and utilize it on both ways that I work on my side to be credible, emotionally attached and be able to articulate quantitative value to exceed what I'm asking for, which is why the majority of things I do don't, they're memorializations. They don't lock anybody into anything, everything from my free training to my private groups I do to, I'm blessed to have a wait list for one-on-one, -on -one, but it's all month to month and it's all guaranteed. And that's because I want to make sure that I can articulate the quantitative values, articulating the reasons, impacts, and capabilities with full credibility and the emotional attachment that's necessary in order to effectuate this. Uh, this is a great question. I will also be happy to send these criteria to you. And I want to reiterate, though, the number one thing you have to focus in on in these situations is credibility. A lot of times in the overlap agreement, you already have the credibility, so it's not an issue. But when you're talking about kings and queens in Africa and gold being hosted in Abu Dhabi and Paris and all these other places and the tokenization of that, with you could buy three cents or $3,000 in order to transfer it in gold or whatever, there's a lot of red flags that are gonna create a credibility question. So you need to be prepared previous to articulating it so you can address what natural questions will arise so if i'm saying the reason why the gold is dispersed here and the proof of funds are here or whatever else determines that credibility now you will have great statistical success not just with me but with my entire network and so uh 
although that everyone here trusts, loves you, which you would think would be enough to criteria, we have to make sure that we trust and love uh, Limitless Siga, but we vet the crap out of the deal, not only to protect us, but to protect her, noting the sources and the story are credible in their nature to combine with the emotional attachment and then assist you in articulating the quantitative value with the reasons, impacts, and capabilities. Does that sound fair? I love it, David. I love it. So credibility, emotional attachment, the reasons, impact, and capabilities, especially cap credibility. So the good thing is we had a six months vetting process with U.S. Capital and other potential big boy investors. Yeah. So those questions exactly, are ready. And, and, and you add that to your pitch, right? Right. So, uh, you know, and so you take away the argument by resolving the red flags or the void shortages and obstacles before they arise by in the articulation of the quantitative value of the opportunity to be, say, you know, up front with a fine tooth comb. You know, this has been vetted by these sources and I'm happy to provide the, the vetting that has already occurred to you. Well, now I have a much more open mind. Even me personally, who loves you and trusts you and love, you know, would love to, to help. I immediately already diffuse some of the interference of insecurity that, oh my gosh, I'm worried that the limitless SIGA is being manipulated, oversold, back and sold, even lied to or manipulated or even cheated. I don't want her to be that and also amplify that to others. So you've resolved that. Let me move on to the question online. The time just flies away. I apologize to everyone, but please reach out to me if you want the five criteria. If you'd like the overlap agreement in this process, exercises and guides, just email me, david at dmelzer.com. Have the coherence to email me. Remember to do it and do it. Okay, remember to do it and do it. Have coherence, not only in emailing me, but in all the other aspects of your business and your personal life. Know your what, your who, your how. Apply and do it now. Apply that why, the what, the who, the how, and the now. Apply your why. I promise you, you will have the antidote to procrastination and to feeling overwhelmed. You will be more efficient, effective, and statistically successful. You'll live your life in the Meltzer kaleidoscope of productivity, of providing value to others, accessibility, of being accessible to others, and accessing what you want with the lens of gratitude, being able to find the light, the love, and the lessons. That's how this overlap uh, memorialization and monetization has been set up through the kaleidoscope in order to effectuate those three things. All right, let me take, uh, Jake, a quick question uh, online. What's the most valuable lesson that you've learned this week? And, and I have to share this because I fight ignorant arrogance in myself. Uh, people ask me, how do you lose $100 million? I'm accountable, like I told David at the beginning of this, you know, for losing all that money. I, it's not of no fault of my own. It's 100% accountable. I attracted it to myself and I learned these lessons. But as much as I learned the lesson of radical humility and ignorant humility, I'm still ignorant and arrogant on so many things. And I had this really extraordinary guest from Sweden who is the leader in automobile automation and driving assisting software. And I told her with my ignorant arrogance, man, I can't do that. I, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't believe in autonomous cars. You know, what if the computer makes a mistake and somebody dies? And she says, well, you are already do this in a variety of different ways, especially you fly 200 days a year. What do you think's going on when you're flying that airplane? You see, the automatic pilot is far more uh, safe than the pilot. Yes, can the, the automatic pilot screw up? Sure can. 
but far, 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 far statistically less than the human pilot. And it really made a new impression in my arrogance, in my need to be afraid, in my need to be in control when understanding that, yes, the computers can make mistakes and the GPS, et cetera, and people can be injured and die from the automation. It's just statistically far, 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 far less than what's occurring today. And if I'm truly abundant and truly want to provide value and service to others, then I should be in support of this in which I was previously against through my ignorant arrogance. And I would like as the lesson of the week to just raise awareness to where and when are we ignorant and arrogant uh, out of the right purpose or intention. Uh, you know, as a parent, it's probably the most frequently one that I see that I'm more afraid for my children than I am for myself. So I tell my children really dumb things sometimes, like I know what I'm talking about, like, oh, this college is better than this college, or, you know, you, know, you shouldn't do that. Come on now, I don't know what I don't know. I'm more than happy to share my experiences and the lessons that I've learned and empower you with the dummy tax that I've paid in order to effectuate a better decision for yourself, but I'm not making it, nor am I suggesting that I know what I know. There's trillions of universes, let alone trillions of variables. It's impossible mathematically for me to know anything about the future. Everything that I determine is based on the past <laughs> and there's no control of the future. Uh, greatest lesson of my week is to be ignorant, hu humble in the pursuit of the ignorant, radical humility that allows us to expand, grow, and accelerate and live in this world of more than enough. Please, everybody, utilize the overlap agreements, the memorialization and monetization. Let's all create seven, eight figures of income from what used to offend us and create resentment in our lives. Let's make sure we create opportunities Email me, david at dmeltzer.com. I'm happy to provide. Thank you. We didn't get to all your questions. Just email me. I want to give a special shout out and love to the Jakey Bakey, 25 years old. And he has spent so much great time in support of this community. I want to thank Rise and Grind, Glenn Lundy, everybody, Breakfast of Champion. And I want to celebrate our Apple TV content deal with the Breakfast of Champions. Woo! And everyone, check out all the shows. Let me know. Woo! Thank you. All right, Jake, close out the room. 25-year-old Jakey Bakey. Everybody on mic say happy birthday to Jakey Bakey. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, Jakey. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We love you. Birthday to Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Thank you, everybody. So grateful for all of you here on Breakfast of Champions. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, David. Dave's birthday, by the way, is 1-11. So it's coming up on Tuesday. So we won't be back on here before then. So let's uh, wish a quick special happy birthday to David. Happy birthday, Dave. Happy birthday. Um, happy birthday. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.